Alola. This is strange. I feel different. Hi. Hi. This is episode um, ten, I think. Ten of Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. I'm your host, SBJ. Sorry, I was like looking. Alola from Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Is that what it's called? Alola from Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Okay. Who are you? I'm Irene. Did I say who I am? You're SBJ. Okay. Uh, no Micah tonight. Micah is... Emergency. Absent. He said, I have an emergency. I'm really sorry. I can't make it. And that's probably where we'll leave it. That's his business. Yeah. If he so... wants to discuss that on a future episode, we will let him, of course. No, we won't. We'll say you're not allowed to discuss emergencies on this show. No uh, emergency allowed. Well... If you're, if you're just joining us... This is a recap of our playthrough and our opinions and our thoughts of Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. We did this last year. We're doing this again. But instead of our episodes that we did last year, we're doing, <laughs> we're doing half hour episodes this year. Half an hour. And we're doing them daily. So we wanted to make sure we didn't miss today. And, you know, we have to go on without, with Mike or without. He was consumed by the light. He, he was. <laughs> he was consumed by the light. So we are here to talk about the Ether Foundation arriving at Ula Ula Island. Ula Ula. I think it's a, is it? Ooh, there's no ooh. Ooh as in you. You that's because there's an O U. Ooh. You you Ula. Ula Ula. It makes it reminds me of Gala Gala Island. Okay. Well, I said this last year as well. It's the third island. Yes. So if you're not there yet and you don't want to be spoiled, please go back, listen to the first nine episodes. They are, they are something. They happened. <laughs> they happened. Uh, and understand we're playing through this game very fast to get through these episodes. I know like they're coming out daily, so you're probably like, how fast are you? Pl-? We're recording in batches, and sometimes we miss stuff, and so just understand that. You know, we something we miss, we might get to in the next episode of like, hey, like like Kahili. We went back and we we're like, hey, by the way, on on Mele Mele, you can find Kahili pretty early and get that Flyanium Z. Flyanium? Flyanium? Flyanium Z if you wanted to. So let's uh, kick things off. So we left uh, our second favorite character because I think Master Royale is still number one in our hearts. Yes. Second favorite, Master Chooster. I still haven't done that. I didn't do that part. So we left Match- Master Chooster. There was also the beach that you can get Sandy Gas on and whatnot. I believe there are a couple side quests down there. I have not ventured there since I'm playing both versions. One is my rush through as quickly as possible. The other is my catch everything, spend way too much time on Mele Mele, and eventually I'll catch up. But you got your guidebook today in the mail, Irene. I did. It said... There are 138. 158, I believe. 158 side quests. That you can do. Yeah. So. Is there a checklist for you? There is. Oh, my. Yeah, gosh. it's really cool. The guidebook is super awesome. Maybe I'll take a picture and we'll scan it and we'll get it up on the yeah. website or something. It, it. But the thing is, is that it shows the page of the guide that it corresponds with. So it's more detailed mm. on the page. So it'll be like. Find all the dittos, page 127, and then it'll explain it more. Oh, cool. So it won't really tell you, and then it'll tell you what the reward is, Ooh. but it won't really tell you Maybe I can much else. skip all the ones that give me X attack. Well, you I'm could. I'm not going to use those. 
uh, especially with Roto Boost existing. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But let's. Uh, so we left Master Chuster and we went over to the Ether Foundation, Ether Paradise, where we met Wick again. It's not Wicky. I don't know what it is. Well, is I don't it wick know. Wick like it... a candle wick. Well, Wick like a candle wick has no e at the end. It could be Wicky. I don't. I don't. Wicky. Wick. Ooh, Wicky. Wyke. I don't. I don't think she's French. Wyke. Uh, anyways, we get a tour of the Ether Foundation. This is, uh, pretty sure like 98% the same. I'm not sure if there's even 2% difference. Yeah, I was trying to remember whether or not any of it was different. It seemed exactly the same. The one thing is that when you were walking around, did you see the pseudo-woodoo? Yes, in I, the did. Environment? I did. I, I felt, thought that was so cute. I felt like that was new. It, it definitely was. Like the Pokemon moving yeah. in the scenes, I feel yeah. like is new. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe I never saw those Magmar. I feel like we would have noticed it. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Maybe it's, it did it's, happen. It's pretty like striking when you see it because you're just not used to, I don't know, like background things moving on yeah. you in a it, Pokemon game. It kind of reminds me of the zoo, but then I get sad cuz zoos are kind of sad if you think about it. Oh man, this is a depressing turn. Sorry. Uh well, we can lighten the mood and we meet Lucimine who cares for all creatures and likes to protect them. She does. The first change here, which I feel like was going to happen is the Ultra Reto- Re- Re- Recon, Recon Squad. Squad show up. They're her buddies. I was really oh, you jumped right to it. I was going like, to tease it. I was going to say we were we were unsure of if they were friends, if they knew each other. I'm what was sorry. Going on. I ruined They're it. They're friends. Yeah. She hired them, correct? Yeah, I think that's what they said. Or they're trying to figure out the ultra wormhole, ultra beast mystery of. Well, I think and I don't know if the story changes, but I feel like what we know from Sun and Moon is ever since her husband Moan got pulled into an ultra wormhole. Yes. Which I might be getting some details there wrong or all of it wrong, but from what I remember, Moan gets sucked into a wormhole and that's when she becomes obsessive with figuring this out. And catching Pokemon. Because like, that's that's the thing too is she's trying to collect Pokemon. Yeah, and that's I, I don't think that's evil in any way. I like to collect Pokemon. I never <laughs> said it was evil. I was just pointing it out. I know, I know. But some would want. Some would think that like collecting is not good. well. I mean, when we see her room later on, maybe that's that's up in the air for the way she collects. It's. Uh, it, did you ex? So at this point now, do you think because we're we're at the same point in the game? Yes. So it's not like we. It's not like we're ahead of schedule. I mean, okay. We at this point of recording, we've done Sophocles' trial. Yes. So do you think at this point in the game that Lucimine? We know she's bad, and I don't know like how bad. Like she's not Giovanni bad, where she's always bad. I feel like she means well, and then she kind of snapped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. And she gets better, right at the end, where like Lily takes care of her. Well, I, at least I in mean, Sun she and Moon. did get better before. In, Who knows? It's Sun and Moon, but Team Skull is kind of bad. They're just kind. <sighs> They're not like do they're not they're not the mafia. They're not murdering people and committing crimes. Yeah. But they are being used by Lucimine. It seems I feel like in this version they alluded to the fact that either foundation was working with Team Skull more rather than 
like it doesn't seem as apparent this time around. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, my question is because like Lysander in in X and Y, he's gonna blow up the whole world. Yes. There's no. There's no like, oh, you used to be bad, and like, ah, now you're getting better. Lucy means she had a you know, breaking point. Yeah. <laughs> you can fix that. You can get help, which Lily d- does tend to do at the end of the game and everything. Wants to take care of her mom, make her get better, because Lily believes she's a good person. All I- of these spoilers. I don't think Lysander blowing up the world. I don't know if there's any coming back from that. There really isn't. Um, Archie and Maxie, one wants to get rid of all the water. One wants to z- fill the world with water. Uh, those are very extreme mindsets. Yeah. Uh, Team Rocket, I mean, one could argue that controlling a bunch of corporations is very evil and very realistic to yeah. the day and age. So I don't know if Giovanni comes back from that. Lucimine, though, I think comes back from that, can come back from that. But I'm, I'm, the reason I'm saying all this is do, you, do we think that the Ultra Recon Squad at this point in the game, because, again, we don't know, they're... Straight up being used by Lucimine, or do you think that they're using her? Ooh, that's a good question. Wow. Uh, because she considers them friends, and Guzma considered well, she, Lucimine, uh, well, Guzma, I, 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 my impression that Guzma was in love with Lucimine, so he was doing everything he could because he yeah. was trying to get closer, and then in the end, that kind of backfired to him, but what? That that's just my thought. What if Ultra Recon Squad are using Lucamine? I don't. Uh, that wouldn't surprise me if they were, because I guess they need someone to explain the current status quo of Earth and Pokemon and how all of this stuff works. And they're also trying to get back to. They're trying to get the Blinding One back, correct? Or they're trying to see what they're. They're, they, from my understanding, and again, I don't, I never looked at you know what it what it is, but they they said Necrozma stole the light from their world. Yes, and the and if our world is not careful, Necrozma will steal the light from our world as well. Okay, so I think they're good guys. So they're trying to prevent Necrozma from stealing from the stealing light. the light. But do they want the light for themselves? Yeah, that's the thing. I don't know. I don't, we're, we're I don't probably know. overthinking it. I don't it's know probably... either. I mean, we overthink a lot of things. But Lucimine is a heck of a, co- of a convincer if she can convince Guzma and the Ultra Recon Squad to do her bidding. Yeah. That's why I kind of think Ultra Recon Squad is using her. It would be a good twist. Also, if it- Ether Foundation made the Beast Ball... We still have that moment where they were like, we made this ball after seeing Pokeballs. So who's lying? We still don't know that. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's one of those things where they like suggested it. It's like, oh, that would be cool if you used that object to make this thing. And then they're like, oh, yeah, that would be great. And then they're like, I made it. But they're the other people. Or actually, like, well, we <laughs> told you how to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so a couple things I want to mention. So Nihiligo, or UB01, I think it is. Or you, I don't know, remember what number it was, but Nihiligo. Yep. <laughs> uh, the, the jellyfish. Yes. Comes out of it's the portal. It's so creepy. I, I like it a lot. Ugh. I like it a lot. It comes out of the portal. Uh, just a couple things I noticed. They're not big things, but 
Lusamine says, that's a Pokemon I need, which I just think is interesting. Not in any... They're Pokemon, right? At the end of the day, they're Pokemon. You can catch them in Pokeballs. They have a Pokedex entry. They're Pokemon. Yes. It's just interesting that for the longest time, Game Freak and the Pokemon Company refused to use the word Pokemon and the word Ultra Beast ever together. So maybe Lusamine said this in Sun and Moon, and I just didn't notice, but I did notice this time around she said... That's a Pokemon I want instead of saying that's an Ultra Beast I want, which I think is it's it's correct. It is a Pokemon at the end of the day. It's just a different kind of Pokemon. So are we I mean, they would just be in the same category as like mythical Pokemon and legendary Pokemon. I think they're they're like another category. No, I'm saying that they're in another category like these other Pokemon are in other categories. Right. So I think we have we have a couple categories of Pokemon we have that are at least recognized by the Pokemon company. There is plain old Joe. <laughs> there's plain old Joe. There's legendary. There's mythical. There's ultra beast. And then another one recognized by the Pokemon company is baby. And baby is like babies. <laughs> baby is like your Pichu, your Cleffa, your Rylu, your Fion. Um, pretty much Magby. Magby, a like kid. Yeah, these are Pokemon. Like like you had a, you wanted a Rylu, but your Rylu was level forty five. You was level fifty three, and you were I like, remember. "Well, I'm just gonna make a new Rylu egg." And I was like, "You can't, you can't, because it's a it's baby. A baby. Uh. Babies can't have more babies. You gotta wait till it gets to, you know, Papa Lucario over here." <laughs> and then there's the fan made category of quote unquote pseudo legendaries, which I don't think Pokemon has ever acknowledged. But that's your Dragonite, your Metagross, your Salamence, your Tyranitar, your Haxorus. Uh, your uh, Coma O, those are yeah. They have a lot of base stat points. But they're not really, they're not quite legendary status, but they can compete with the big boys. A lot of dragons there. A lot of, <laughs> yeah, a lot of dragons. <laughs> the other thing I noticed, so I just noticed that Lucimine called it a Pokemon, which is cool, 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 cool. Uh, the other thing is when the Ultra Recon Squad are explaining Necrozma, which they bring up Necrozma during this. Right before, I don't know if it's right before Nihiligo comes out. I think it's right before. It's right before. They say Necrozma is like an Ultra Beast. They go out of their way to say Necrozma is not an Ultra Beast. They say it's like an Ultra Beast. Which, if you remember a couple episodes back, I brought up the TCG thing and I was like, well, that's weird that the TCG considered Dawnwing and Duskmane Necrozma an Ultra Beast card. And it's weird that in Sun and Moon, you can't catch it with a beast ball and i know i know you can catch anything with a beast ball clarify that it's like let's point clarify let's clear it up clarify it it's point one <laughs> it's point one it's point one not times five like ultra beast so you can catch an across with the beast ball but just for this purposes you're specifically not supposed to use a beast ball on things that are not ultra beast which necrozma you're not supposed to use a beast ball okay so is Necrozma an Ultra Beast? No, I don't think so. And as far as the story, not an Ultra Beast. Okay. Based on Sun and Moon, and based on exactly what the Ultra Recon Squad just said. Yes. Necrozma is like an Ultra Beast. I don't know why I'm so hung up on this. It doesn't really matter. I don't, I don't know either. <laughs> um, I'm just here for the ride. So we know, at least based on Sun and Moon, there's only one Necrozma. That you can catch. There's only one. There's only one. There's only one Solgaleo. There's only one Lunala. There's only one Necrozma. But in Sun and Moon, in post-game, you have to catch multiple Ultra Beasts. 
You catch like three Cartana. You catch like five uh, Celestila. I never did post game, so like I still don't really understand Ultra Beasts. <laughs> so I'm just doing well, this. Okay, so here's a, here's a good here's a good understanding of Ultra Beast, and hopefully, well, this is shown in the trailers. So I never saw the trailers. In the trailers, so do you remember when you have to save Lucamine from UBO one? Yes, and you get there. And Guzma's sitting on the rock, crying, all, all bummed out yeah. that he's stuck in a wormhole. But you see dozens of Nihiligo. Yep. So we know that there's Yuck. probably an infinite amount of Nihiligo. And then when the wormhole opens and you go chase Celestila and Cartana and, and uh, Zerkatry, you can catch a bunch of them. Like, like Looker tells you, hey, there's three of these Ultra Beasts and there are three, uh, I don't know, three Zerkatry. So you got to catch all three before you come back to Looker, which is great because if Zerkatry is a version exclusive and you have Celestial as a version exclusive, we can trade. Yeah. We have extras. Yes. It's very nice. Um, so in the trailers for Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, they showed that all these Ultra Beasts have their own little pocket. So we, have, we only saw Nihiligo's world. Yeah. So they all have their own little place of existence. Yes. So... Again, going back to is Necrozma an Ultra Beast? And I, uh, if, if you're listening and you know, you know, don't tell us because obviously we're going to find out organically through the story, I would assume. Yeah. All, I, I would assume there's not all these Necrozmas running around, especially how the Ultra Recon Squad very clearly could like, hey, Necrozma ruined our world and it's coming to ruin your world. So they're talking about it as one being yes. doing this. So. That's as much as I can draw out <laughs> something that happened a year ago <laughs> that's slightly different. Well, I mean, you went there. And that's it. I guess. I mean, you fight Nihiligo. How did it go for you? Very easy. I knocked it out in like one turn. Really? Yeah. Awesome. Because I used... Psychic? No, I think I used ground. Okay. Well, oh, yeah. I used, Poison gr- I used weak ground. Poison ground. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Nice job. So after all that... uh. Wick takes Wick Wiki takes you or sends you on your way to Ula 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 and and for the most part this all seems the same. Not to bring out this episode, but let me just rattle off the things that happen real quick. And there's one thing in particular I want to talk about. But there was some... one thing that Lucamine said too. It just reminded me of the whole the ending was the ending of, of the Sun ending of Sun and Moon when she was saying. Kids should just listen to adults and how things would be so much easier. She said something like that. Uh, um, I think it Lusamine was... Lusamine says that. Lusamine said that. Yes. Yeah, I just said that. You said Lily. I did? Or maybe I heard Lily. Okay, I'm pretty <laughs> sure I said Lusamine. Yes. So, no, it just reminded me of a throwaway... The throwaway comment just reminded me of the end of the game, which is kind of like foreshadowing. That kids should listen to adults? Yeah. Well, there's a lot of, you know, parent-kid interactions themes. In it's just a kids game minus all the uh, adults i don't know what they're called themes adult suggestions throughout the game how adults treat kids i guess i don't know i get what you're saying i, I can't don't know re- if there's a word for there that. is a word i just can't remember what it is right now just a juxtaposition i feel like, uh, juxtaposition yeah i feel like people say that word a lot <laughs> that's it's like, like it's, it's like the hot word of 2017 the word is not really juxtaposition is like comparison uh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. 
I'm going to throw it in a couple more times before the end of this episode. <laughs> okay, I mean, you can try. Uh, okay, so we, we meet Kikui in the gardens. That seems all the same for the most part. Yes. You, you, before that, you battle how. How did that mm-hmm. go for... How did how go with you? Uh, he beat me. He uh, started with his Brion, uh, quickly switched it out when I brought out Dartrix. Mm-hmm. Then wrecked Dartrix. Continue to wreck. Alolan Raichu's real good. I forgot that. Does he have an Alolan Raichu at this point? I think yes, he does. Yes. Uh, and then he finished me back up with Brion and con- used his Z-move. The first thing did- that mine did was a Z-move, and it was before I could switch out. So I think I had my Sandy Gast out front. Okay. Or something. Use the Z-move right away. First move. How did? How did with Dartrix? Oh, it knocked it out. And I was just, oh, okay, this is a great start. <laughs> Dartrix ruined my whole team. Yeah, how pulled no punches. Extent, yeah, my whole team. I was kind of bummed that you couldn't, re- you can't rebattle him. But he- yeah, I thought about it too. I was like, oh, should I reset? And then I was like, how never actually gives you that much money? It's not really yeah. worth it. Yeah. So the you get to the there's the. Chinatown like area. I don't know how to describe it. They're like different houses. Yeah. Um, but they're like v- drastically different than houses we've seen up to this the point. Mar- it's not really a market place. Yeah. Cause yeah, it's not really a market. It's not really a city square either. I feel like they were going for like a Chinatown or like a little Italy or like this is clearly very different than everything around it. Yeah. It's like a theme. Yes. Uh theme town. Everything there is the same except one thing. We'll talk about that last. I don't know if you did it. But you get to the back of the town and Lily's there and she wants to read books about Cosmog and everything. And this whole area is, for the most part, the same. Mm-hmm. You go in, you can read books. You meet Ace Rolla for the first time right outside the lab- library. 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 Oh, my gosh. Um, Hapu comes with Mudsdale and Hapu says that you know, she... Well, Hapu comes first, and then you meet Ace Rolla. Yeah, then you meet Ace Rolla. But that's um, that's all the same. Yeah. I don't want to dwell too much on it, but Ace Rolla's like, my dad wrote this book, and by the way, I'm 3,000 years old, and my dad's a million years old, and this is odd for a <laughs> Pokemon. Okay, sure. Pokemon. But the new thing out of all of this, before we head up to the trial, which we're not going to do this episode, that'll be next episode, is there's the Cantonian Gym. Do you stop here? No. What? Oh my gosh, well. What? Where is this? It's like the middle. It's like in the middle of this this city. I went straight to the library. <laughs> okay. Tell me about it. The first thing I noticed is it had the gym logo, which is like half a Pokeball into a lightning bolt. It was like on every single gym in black and white. I feel like it was first being used or at least dominant in my head. So I walked inside and it looked like Lieutenant Surge's gym. Oh man! I don't know if you remember that gym. It's dad. Uh, I of... have I have to say that since Mike is not here. <laughs> uh, so it's like a yellow gym with a lot of garbage cans. Yes. When you walk in the door, she says, "Like welcome to the Cantonian gym, where a where a gym that represents the feel of Canto." And so this isn't like a surprise because in the trailers they showed a screenshot from this and everyone's like why is lieutenant surge's gym in this game are we going back to kanto which is like the whole theory of 
oh, maybe at the end of the game. Spoiler, you don't go back to Kanto when you beat the game. Just, wow. But everyone thought that, oh, it'd be cool to go back to Kanto because Lily says she's going to Kanto and your character is from Kanto and Kukui went to Kanto. There's a lot of Kanto references in this game. Uh, but she says it's a thousand. I, th- I think it's a thousand dollars. She's like, it's a thousand dollars to enter and you can challenge everyone in the gym. Uh, she's like, this is something they do on Kanto. Challenge people in the gym and then challenge the gym leader and get a badge. She's like, okay. Uh, everything in there is about level 29. And there are four trainers and they all have one Pokemon. They're not electric. One's a Minchino. I think one's a Blossom. They're not even like Kanto Pokemon. Oh, that's weird. Minchino's Gen 5. Uh, and when you get, and you do have, you do nothing with the garbage cans. There's no Triggered. Switches or There's anything. No switches. You just when you you don't even have to battle everyone. You could just go right to the back. From my understanding, I I battled everyone just because I wanted the experience. There's like one dude that's standing in there, and he's like, "Oh, I just like coming to this gym a lot. I'm not a battler," uh, which is cute. But you go to the end and you battle the last guy, and he is like, he's a karate dude, and he sends out a machoke. Just one Pokemon. It's just machoke. It's not a Raichu or anything. I was like, well, at least this is a Gen 1 Pokemon, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and when you beat him, he gives you a Surge badge, which looks like Lieutenant Surge's badge. Yeah. And then he goes, oh, this is just a fake badge. <laughs> okay. This is just, we just like to do this because it's Kanto and it's called Cantonian Gym. Ha ha ha. That's clever. And then when you leave, oh, and I think they give you like 10 sodas and she gives you a soda uh, or soda pop. Yep. When you like sign up, she's like, oh, thanks for paying your entry fee. Here's a soda pop for you. Enjoy. I can't believe I missed this entirely. It's it's cool. So you can. So if you walk back in, she's like, hey, do you want to do our gym? It's a thousand dollars. She asks you the same question. So I don't know if it's different Pokemon or like a different leader or. But in your key inventory, you have a surge badge. It's like an item in your inventory. Huh? So I don't know uh, if you can do anything with that. But it's just a cute little throwback. Yeah. I went into the sushi high roller place. Oh, I think I walked in there and walked right out. And I did too. Because oh, okay. it was like, would you like to eat? And I was really confused about all of the things that it showed me as options. And I didn't want to click on any of them. So I just left. I think, though, I think that's a battle cafe. I think so. I thought so. But I don't know. It seemed different. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure. Let me tell you, I think they had battle cafes in X and Y, and pra, and definitely definitely in X and Y. I'm pretty sure in Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, they had at least one, maybe? But let me tell you what I never did. Battle cafes. Battle cafes. <laughs> well, I think that's it. That's pretty much the episode. Yeah. Unless you had any other notes. I'm just looking over them, and I do not have any. There's, uh, yeah, there's, there's a bunch of trainers in this area. That you can battle. We'll Route get ten. Are you talking about the whole son dad? Yeah, we'll garbage. T- I think. Thing. Yeah, I think we t- we could talk about that next episode. Episode. Uh, and then I also discovered some Rotom stuff, but I think we can also talk about that next episode. Okay. Because those tie into uh, Sophocles. Sophocles. I think. Yeah. I mean, at least I believe we both uh, took advantage of Rotom for this Sophocles battle. Uh, but that's where we'll leave off. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. Sorry, Michael was not here, but. Well, Micah never misses things unless there's a very urgent or important reason. So, you know, give it give it what it is. Hopefully we, we filled the voice sans Micah. 
Uh, that's just the juxtaposition we had. Oh my uh, gosh. No. Uh, no. <laughs> because uh, Alola is both hello and goodbye. Alola. I feel like when you say Alola, it's very, like, it's not like Alola. Al- I feel like. Alola. Okay. It's Super Effective is hosted and produced by me, Steve Black Jr. If you would like to support It's Super Effective, you can head over to our Patreon, which we have updated to an easy URL for you. It is ise.cash. And for as little as $2 a month, you can support It's Super Effective and join our Slack community where you can chat and battle and trade with other Pokemon trainers. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.